Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Denalysis Fantasy Football Podcast. With Game Week 12 coming to a close, it's become a week of emergent options and triumphant returns. I'm your host Dan, and across the room from me we have... Natalie. That is you. How are you doing Natalie? Fine. How's your week been? Alright. Yeah? Yep. That all? Yep. Yeah? Well, it's uh, it's been a pretty... Pretty straightforward week for most of the big teams, I'd say. Oh. You know, lots of lots of routine wins uh, for the big boys. I guess. With the exception of, of course, Arsenal beating Spurs, which was a, a shock to the system for me. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> We're doing a podcast about <laughs> fantasy football. <laughs> have you to have to. Um, yeah, yeah. So should we jump right into the games? Please. Cool. So first we're going to talk about the Liverpool and Southampton game. Yes. Another... Massive return from the boy Salah and, as I mentioned, triumphant return from Coutinho. So, last week, you wanted to... Well, always, every week, yeah. you like to look at the past. I like to be an edgelord. And I've decided not to do that anymore. <laughs> it's not... The past means nothing to me. Mm? Because aren't Southampton meant to win this? What I understood from previous fixtures... Yeah. Southampton were meant to win this... And Spurs were meant to win that one, and Kane was meant to score goals. So what did I do? <laughs> I captained Salah. Oh, of course he did. Oh, yeah. And there you are being quiet, like, oh, my week's been okay. No, but my week was pretty shocking. Yeah. Apart from that. That was my one, or one of, like, three good choices I made. Yeah. Well, one of two. But yeah, Salah continues to be great. Coutinho also continues to... Be excellent. Coutinho continues. And also uh, Firmino getting getting on the in on the assist party. Yeah, normally I forget he exists. Yeah. Well, he's not the number one choice, is he? I mean, it's coming to the point where I think I'm finally ready to admit that Salah is the best choice in the Liverpool team and mm. not Mane. Uh, I really wanted it to be Mane, but it... You know, people have said this before me. It's not exactly exactly an original take, but Salah is literally playing as a striker, and even with Firmino central, um, Salah he's almost playing there to accommodate Salah running in behind him. So the amount of chances he gets are fully ridiculous. Mm. And the only thing I'm hating right now is that I don't have him, and I'm not getting him yet. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, like he, he was he was brilliant again. I I really thought, as he said, I was looking at the past. I was looking at last season. So Liverpool failed to score in the last four against Southampton. Um, this game they had no trouble scoring at all, and Southampton looked awful again. Who's surprised? Is Forster the worst goalkeeper of all time? Possibly. He's in really bad form. That's for sure. He looked a mess. Um, yeah, I really wasn't impressed by the defending at all. And that was the one thing I thought Southampton would have on lock. Mm. You know, they'd be defending fine, they'd be keeping Liverpool out, or at least making it hard for them. Yeah. And making them work for like a 1-0, but no, it wasn't to be. Yeah. The only thing I'd say about Salah is he's now 9.6 millions. Yeah. Which is a lot. That's a lot, but that's a good price considering the returns. It is. I mean, he's the same price as Ericsson. But I think if I couldn't afford him, I wouldn't have a problem at all assessing on Coutinho. Yeah. 8.8. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so that's the thing, isn't it? You've got Mane is 9.3, Coutinho mm-hmm. 8.8, Salah 9.6. Yeah. Um, I guess the one thing you should look at is if you want Salah for the next, I don't know, five fixtures or so, you probably need to look at getting him now because he's not going to slow down, I don't think. No. He'll probably rise again this week, I think. Do you think? I don't know. I mean, he's risen already um, and he's a top scorer. Do they play Chelsea this weekend, no? Yeah, but the casuals, Natalie, the filthy casuals. Yeah, like the fixtures after that are all right, aren't they? Hmm. But um, I'm not keen on this. Well, this is what I was going to say. Like, Chelsea next is not a good draw for for Liverpool. I mean, it is at home. Yeah. They do have that. But I don't, I don't know, if know that means much, does I'd it? I'd be worried. I'd be worried. Chelsea are looking like their old selves. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, he's looking great and it's just annoying me that I'm sitting here watching him score all of the goals yeah. and I'm just waving my fist being like, Ericsson, where are you? That's all good. Uh, so up next we have Chelsea against West Brom. Yeah. Well, it was at the Hawthorns at West Brom's ends 
And it was a 4-0 win for Chelsea. You wouldn't know West Brom were even there, would you? Yeah. So the talk of today... <laughs> yeah, gone. Our old mate Pulis is uh, Our gone. old mate. Did you see Higazi <laughs> carrying a Maratta? Literally carrying him along the pitch. And then the commentator on Match of the Day getting furious that he was protesting it. I thought that was quite funny. It um, was so weird. It was, it was weird. It was a ridiculous foul. And it was right outside the box. Um, Chelsea were, were quite brilliant. West Brom, not so much. Because mm. I think it was Gareth Barry. He gave Hazard a little kick. And Hazard got really Oh, and he went really down annoyed. for ages. Yeah. Yeah. And then Hazard, after that, just kicked into action and was like, that's it, I'm going to score the goals. Mm. Maybe Hazard needs to be kicked every game. And then yeah. he just goes. Yeah, exactly. You need to wind him up. Mm. Literally. It did seem that... Yeah, that really... He, he thrives in the adversity. Yeah. He got that little kick, and then as soon as as soon as he picked up the ball, turned Gareth Barry, took the shot, mm. and then Morata scored. Um, I thought Sesk mm-hmm. looks like a, a potential option. Two assists in this game. That's what I thought I'd got that wrong, but... Hmm. No, no, two assists. So um, one was from the corner, another was an incredible ball for Hazard. Hazard still had a lot to do, but Hazard with two goals, probably too early to commit, right? I think... 10.6 right now yeah when you consider Salah it's, 9.6 yeah I, it's too much it's yeah. it's far too much like he's going to have to be doing this for the next few weeks before I mean I'm not going to get him in hmm. like I can't the way my team is set up and I hmm. don't really want him I think this is what's starting to make it interesting like it there are so many options emerging yeah. at the moment you don't know which which ones are the red herrings yeah. which ones are the, the real ones but yeah. uh it was a brilliant performance and it was away from home. So the thing with oh. Hazard has always been, oh, he, he's great at home, but he mm. doesn't do much away. Well, there we go. So that was interesting. Alonso on the score sheet again. I was in tears, tears of joy. Yeah. Because I've held on to him all this time and a strong 14-point return from the 6.9 million man. What can I say? It's It's been an ongoing ordeal. Yeah. Every week being told, oh, is it time to get rid of Alonso? you got to get rid of Alonso. Finally, he returned. He paid dividends. And it was a good finish. Um, I was very happy with that. Um, I think that Morata is the best forward option currently. Oh, really? Yep. Go on, sway me. That's it, really. I just think he's <laughs> You just good. think he is, um, just because... Apart from the Liverpool up next, which I don't think will be a particularly a problem for Chelsea, but, hmm. I mean, who knows? Their fixtures after this are so, so easy. Yeah. Like, until the end of time. And Morata is doing goals. Yeah, I would say that I've got no. They've turned it around just in time. Like, they they've started to pick up form. They've been winning every game and even winning the tough ones as well. Mm. Uh, and four 0 against West Brom, really good result, really good for the confidence going into the Liverpool game next. Two teams on on top form, um, should be a good game. But yeah, I I do rate Morata. I I mean I'm still holding on to Jesus because I still love Man City and mm. I still think they're by far the best team in the league at the moment. Um, but the difference with Morata is you do know he's going to play every game and he's the same price now yeah. 10.5 so yeah. it could be a shout could be a shout for sure I'd say so yeah uh, anything else on this game? nope uh, okay Man United versus Newcastle 4-1 win it looked like it could have been so different but the return of Pogba but the return of Pogba changed everything I was stoked for Newcastle hmm. after because I, I think after that first goal I was like oh <gasps> It's Huddersfield all over again. Yeah. This is it. They had chances after they scored the first as well. I feel like... I feel like Newcastle aren't really that good. You think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. I, I do. I do think. I don't want any Newcastle players in my team. Whereas every other week I've swayed with Huddersfield. Yeah. But with Newcastle, you know what? I'm not interested. This well, was Gale's first goal of the, the season. Of the ever. So um, that was nice for him. Strange looking man. Who got the assist? I can't remember. Yedlin. Oh, it was Yedlin, yeah. Um, so Yedlin's a nice, like, little cheap option, but, you know, with the Burnley boys, with the, even with the likes of Huddersfield, Brighton, you know, they all offer 4.5 options. They all kind of look better than Newcastle at the moment. For sure. Anyway, <laughs> Pogba. Yes. I want him. I want him so bad. <laughs> so Pogba, a goal and an assist this weekend. His first game back for eight weeks, something like that. A long time. I don't know if it was quite eight weeks, but it was around. Yeah. Um. He is currently priced at eight million. 
His price is locked yeah. for a week. Yeah. So not until after next game week. Yeah, Will exactly. Will his price so, be able to rise? So I think when the upcoming game week begins, that's when his price unlocks. Oh. Because that's like a new week. I see. So Friday night? Yes. Right. Mm. Okay. That's not what I read on the internet. Oh, really? Um, I could be But wrong. also I just read it on Twitter, so who knows. Yeah. But still, if there's a time to get him in, it's now. Because if this is anything to go by, he's just going to rise. Hmm. I mean, one thing I would do is I'd wait until after Wednesday because Man United are playing in the Champions League this week. Yeah, so Pogba is brilliant. I mean, I, I would wait and see because, you know, he's come back from this long injury. Uh-huh. Last thing you want is to get him in. And then he's injured when by the When he's price locked. And then have him injured yeah. before the weekend. It's... That, that's the one thing I would say if you haven't made a transfer yet. You know, Man United are all but qualified. Yeah. They only need a point, uh-huh. essentially. There's no need but. to rush with him anyway, because if he's locked till Friday, yeah. you can you know, you know can wait until Saturday, probably, even, exactly. to, to make the transfer. So it's not exactly. Um But no, he was brilliant. And I don't really understand Pogba as like a, a fantasy league option, because he, he seems to get on the score sheet and get on, on, in on the assists quite a lot. Um, but he isn't really the kind of player that I look at as like an out-and-out attacker. Uh, he just seems really effective with what he does with the, with the ball. And I think by virtue of him being very, very involved in the game, picking up the ball in midfield a lot, passing it a lot, he's almost a shooting for bonus points every time he gets, you know, a goal or an assist or whatever. Eight million is really cheap. It, it is for how he was performing before the injury. Certainly. And I don't have any United players. Yeah. Um, I guess semi-relevant is their next two games. They've got some pretty nice ones, haven't they? I've no idea. Brighton and Watford in the next two. Yep. See, that's nice, isn't it? It sounds nice in theory. Mm. Um, I'm kind of confused because I thought thought Newcastle would do better against them this week. Um, I kind of did too. But this is the first time... Because it's not the first time since January that Man United have conceded at home. Yeah, yeah. It's, I assume that's that's right. It's been a long time. They haven't conceded this season. I right? think so. I think that's that's right. I don't know if it's just Premier League. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. They they had gone a long time. Um, and it was a... I mean, it was Lindelof in the team, wasn't it? Because of the Jones injury and he slipped over. And yet oh, again, Lindelof yes. is the laughingstock of the Man United defence. Uh, he... I mean, they didn't really struggle too much after that. Newcastle created a few chances. They looked like they could have pulled a, pulled ahead. Uh, but as soon as Man United got back into it, it was just... I mean, I did want to pick out Young, who... He's 4.9 uh-huh. in midfield. He is playing left-back for Man United, but he kind of reminds me of Milner last year. Right. Like, uh, he's putting a lot, of, a lot of really good crosses in. And he is brilliant. He got the three bonus points as well, I think. What? Is it three or the two? I've no idea. Uh, I didn't look. I didn't have. I don't have any players in this game. Yeah, so I didn't yeah. Even look. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure he got the three, and he was he was brilliant. He only got one assist, and that was the weird thing. Like yeah. Pogba got an assist and a goal. Mm. Um, but yeah, he he was just all over the place and Wild. in a good way. Yeah. Uh, and the cross he put in for for Smalling's goal was incredible, and he's got he seems to have the ability to do it on both feet. So if you do want sort of a you know, if you have a bit of spare cash and you want like a, you don't want a Tom Carroll, you want someone slightly better. Yeah. Young could actually be a good shout because he puts a lot of crosses in with Lukaku. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about, you know, um, the likes of, who's the other one? Like Fernandinho, who plays as a deeper lying right. midfielder. We're talking about Man United with the big men in the box, you know, Pogba, Lukaku, Rashford, mm-hmm. Martial can all get on the end of crosses. So he could actually be like a decent sort of sleeper yeah um, yeah Pogba was brilliant though he had a really good game Lukaku scored again but Zlatan's back Zlatan is back and what do you think about that um, oh. like I think it's laughable but is it the case that over the next two months where the fixtures are wild <clears throat> that we see Zlatan and Lukaku rotate Ever? I'm not really sure. Or they'll play together. Yeah, because I kind of think Lukaku hasn't been bought to sit on the bench. You no. know? Like Man United, they want to stay in, in the title race. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Man City are already running away with it too much. And this is much like it is in FPL. Like This is the opportunity over the, the Christmas break to to try and make up some ground on City when they're you know having to face team after team after team in a, a short period of time. I, I guess it depends on the fixtures. If, if Man United have got an easy-ish looking uh, few fixtures, maybe you will see Zlatan come in. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think I think more likely is the Man City rotation. Yeah. I just don't know. It's it's impossible to say. Um, another thing I had to say was about Martial. Hmm. Looks like he might be quite a good differential. Yeah, eight point oh also. Right? Yeah. Um, like if you didn't want to get Pogba and you just wanted hmm. to have a joker in your team, maybe Martial is have the, a banter bus. the guy to go for because Mkhitaryan is now dead and buried to Mourinho. It looks like he's in the doghouse again. For me, Pogba is the only choice. I mean, it's the same price. Everyone yeah. else is going to get him. The difference with Pogba is you know he's going to play pretty much every game. Uh, whereas Martial and, and Rashford, you're looking at... I think they've both played 90 minutes-ish for the last two games, but Pogba is way more nailed. And yeah. at that price, with, with a player who's so involved, you can't really look further than him. Yeah. All right, um, Arsenal versus Tottenham, the, the NLD, North London derby. This is a banger. It was completely not what I expected. No. I was, I think I was on, what, 3-0, 3-1 to Spurs for my, my predictions. Spurs just didn't show up. This is the first game that Spurs have lost hmm? um, with David, Davidson Sanchez starting. Oh, really? He, he, they have the never Chelsea... lost a game Sorry, with starting. There's the Man United game they lost and he didn't play, yeah. Yes, wow. It was he was kind of a bit unlucky. I mean, Arsenal obviously had the bad luck in the the previous game week with uh, David Silva's offside goal. This oh, yeah. week you got Arsenal with. Uh, I didn't think our goal was offside actually. Like the the complaint was that the second Arsenal goal was offside. I didn't think that was true at all. Lacazette was just on, but the first one they were a bit unlucky. Like Davinson Sanchez made a really good tackle. Uh, on his namesake, Alexis Sanchez. And Who they both just called Sanchez, by the way, yeah. FYI, everybody. <laughs> yes, and yeah, he, as took the free kick, uh, Mustafi with a brilliant header, he goes in, mm-hmm. and Arsenal winning the North London derby, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I did not expect to see that. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal were brilliant. I think the thing... And I've mentioned this before on the podcast. This is one of those days where Arsenal really show up. They're really motivated. They get a lot of tackles in. They're, they're working hard. And it's the kind of thing, as an Arsenal fan, you leave scratching your head being like, why does this not happen every, every week? week? And we, we did it against Chelsea earlier in the season. Then we go and lose to Watford. And yeah. you question, like, why can't we play with the same intensity every game? Yeah. And that's why I think Arsenal, especially with Burnley up next a kind of a hard team to recommend getting players from. For sure. Um, whereas I think Spurs, they they were really poor. Ali was terrible, like really bad. Um, they, to be fair to him, like likewise with Kane, they both just came back from injury. Yeah. And Kane didn't look fit at all either. He did have opportunities. I was surprised that Ali was starting. Hmm. Um, and I feel like they probably would have been a lot better off just starting Son. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I, I did think Son was going to start. I mean, I gave the gaffer tape some fantastic advice to put Son in over Sermon. Literally and, the uh, worst ever. I didn't think they were going to take it, <laughs> but they did. Five point difference between the two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Son did come on, but he came on so late. I mean, yeah, I was... At the same time as Llorente as well. Yeah. It's like, what as can Kane do? comes off. It was, it was kind of strange. Like, I, you're not used to seeing Spurs play so lethargically. And I think credit has to go to Arsenal for that because they did work so hard. Uh-huh. Um, and one thing I failed to recognise last week was actually uh, Spurs' away record against the top teams is really bad, right. including against Arsenal. Okay. I think they won 2-11 or something like that at, at the Emirates. Not at the Emirates, but, but at, at Arsenal. Arsenal. Um, so actually, Arsenal do have the better of them in their own grounds. Right. Uh, but yeah, Kane didn't look very fit. I wouldn't worry too much if you look at their upcoming fixtures. But with Kane, do we have to hope that he doesn't play in the Champions Yeah, League? so that's the thing. They play they play tomorrow against uh-huh. Borussia Dortmund. That's Tuesday. So I don't expect him to be rested. 
unless Pochettino is particularly worried about yeah. him. But I also think Kane is like a very fit player. Like you just uh, basically what you saw is a player coming back from injury, not quite being on it. But I don't think you know he's still super young. I don't think it's the kind of thing where he's going to take extra time to recover. Yeah. I think it's more he's working his way back up to full fitness. Yeah. And they do have West Brom at home next, so unless you unless you give credence to the old uh, Wembley factor, but you know a lot of people will probably be binning Kane after this week when you've got yeah what looks like the better options I just advise caution for this kind of thing because how many times have we been burnt before by this kind of thing yeah like a poor performance I'm sure Spurs are going to be hella motivated for the next one Arsenal face Burnley next that's a scary one I know we won both of them 1-0 last year and they were both very tight yeah so Burnley also you know they they just look really good. Like, they consistently grind out those clean sheets. Yeah. And Spurs, I mean, I think they touched on this on the, the like, match of the day that Spurs showed up looking a bit arrogant. They didn't really... They didn't put the effort in like Arsenal did. Right. And maybe off the back of their, you know, big victories, they started to believe their own hype a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> My favourite thing about this match was uh, after, after the game, I don't know if you saw it, Eric Dyer was being interviewed. No. And he said... If that's a foul, then soon we won't be able to touch each other. <laughs> and I just thought it was a bit of like proper Daily Mail, like oh. old lad. Oh, where's the sport going? They're all about taking selfies and there's no heart in it anymore. It's oh. it such an old man comment. Uh, but yeah, it was a good game and disappointing showing from Spurs. Yeah. Disappointing point showing for me as well. For sure. All right, Bournemouth Huddersfield. This one definitely didn't go how I thought it would. No one saw this coming. Yes. So we have, we have been looking... I think we spoke about Bournemouth's fixtures last week looking better. Maybe. But, but just, we weren't ready to commit, were there we? Is, there is no way we were infused about Bournemouth. Yeah. Now look at the state of us. Look at the state of Huddersfield. Yeah. And I do think this one... It paints a slightly false picture of how the game played out. Because we had the first goal. There was a, uh, a foul that wasn't a foul... Wait, no. There's a foul that wasn't given for oh who was it the Huddersfield player who had to come off the pitch had a is that how you say it had a jone had a jone had a jone that sounds like a ghetto gal had a jone had a he had to come off injured and uh, there wasn't the foul given yeah it was uh, Charlie Daniels oh. probably should have been a booking at least yeah it wasn't given and then Bournemouth won a corner mm-hmm and then the corner came in. Yeah, that was Adagene. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was the second goal. No, the second one was Bournemouth had a free kick and they took it and Wilson was offside. Oh, yeah, okay. And he scored, his finish was great. But Sermon again. With yeah, the set Sermon pieces, again with the set assist. Sermon. Yeah, it was, a, it was a really good ball. Um, but it was offside and it should have been called. Right. Again, another decision gone against Huddersfield. Uh, brilliant finish from Wilson though take nothing away from him on that mm-hmm. and then who was the third goal Arta Arta he just did it on his own a good finish from Arta uh, and the fourth goal Wilson with his hat trick and it was a really again another really good finish King gets an assist yeah um, but if you look at the stats I think Huddersfield had 20 shots to Bournemouth's 11 in this uh, game that's a lot of shots And yeah and it I think Huddersfield had a lot of chances and it on another day I mean two goals that essentially shouldn't have been allowed. Mm. Um, I, I feel like they're a bit unlucky, although Bournemouth did manage to get a man sent off and, and then scored another two yeah. goals after that. I don't I know if they see. were just deflated from that, but even even like their, their XG, like Huddersfield was, was higher. And it, it, it's kind of one of those where you're just scratching your head, like how how did they not at least score a goal? Yeah. Um, but I, I thought they were unlucky. On another day, you, you know, the scoreline, it shouldn't have been as bad as it was. Mm. Callum Wilson, on the other hand, 5.9. Is he going to get injured again? How long has he been out for? A long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't played this. This is, his, like he's, this is his second start this season? I think so, yeah. He, he's played the last few, yeah. Um, so he actually managed to tear both of his ACLs. Uh, anterior cruciate ligament, that is. Oh, and that's it's in like your knee? A, yeah. And that's like a proper like six-month sort right. of injury he did it on both legs so, at the same time 
No, no. Uh, oh. So he, he did one, came back, and then did the other. Oh. Um, so you've always got to worry, like, is he, you know, I remember he actually came off the back of, I think he did his first ACL when he just scored a hat-trick as well, and everyone had brought him in. I'm pretty oh, sure. The f- and that was like two seasons ago But now. to be fair, for a 5.9 forward, mm. you're not going to be that mad if he goes against the yeah. again, are you? Yeah, I, I just, I worry about that. And I worry that maybe this is an outlier. But then if you look at his finishing, he's a better option than Abraham on the looks of, you know, this weekend. Because yeah. what we know about Bournemouth, they create a lot more chances than Swansea. They take a lot more shots. Um, and also Callum Wilson has incredible eyebrows he does they're really really thick yeah and like pronounced but yes. neat yeah. he must get them threaded yeah he absolutely does he's the first Englishman to get a hat trick this Premier League season oh really yes damn well done I'd say if I hadn't already made my transfer this week, I'd be looking at him. Do you want me to read you their next four fixtures? Go for it. Swansea away, Burnley at home, Southampton at home, and Crystal Palace away. Yeah, so... They're hit with three horrible ones after that. Hmm. But But you cares? don't play, you know, four weeks ahead necessarily. It's who like, cares? The, the only one there is Burnley, which I, I think is going to be a tough game for them, right? But yeah, the other three look like, you know, a lot of underperforming teams in there. Yep. And... Yeah, there's definitely opportunities for him to score, so he looks like a great option. Right, Leicester versus Man City, 2-0 to Man City. Yeah. Thoughts? I was waiting a long time for Man City to show up hmm. to this. I wasn't watching it, so maybe they were trying really hard. Yeah, I didn't see this game. I had the Liverpool one on. But this result looks disappointing. Well, they should have had company sent off in the first three minutes. Oh, yeah. So I have this company yellow card. Why could slash should this have been a red card? Because he in my denied opinion, absolutely should have goal-scoring opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> um, you were talking at the same time, so I didn't just want to carry on my <laughs> sentence in case you were going to say something really important. Yeah. Um, so the, the kind of theory uh-huh. of why the referee gave her it as a yellow... I, I mean, the pundit said because it was early in the game, yeah. which I think they're probably right. Like, uh-huh. you had stones just to the to the left of him. If yeah. we're looking, assuming we're facing Man Forward. City's goal, <laughs> but Vardy was breaking through right in the centre, mm-hmm. and company chopped him down. Stones was never getting there. Right. Like Vardy was away, and we know Vardy's a fast player. Uh-huh. He he knocks it on past company. And I think the, the argument for the ref would be, oh, he saw Stones as a covering defender. Right. But the point is, a covering defender should be covering, not behind Vardy. Yeah. Like, he so wasn't going to get front, back. then it would have been a different story. Yeah. I don't think Stones was close enough. And I think that absolutely should have been a red card for company. And that's two weeks running that City have kind of read their luck with a, a few, you know, favourable decisions. Playing against Man City without their captain, and also considering Otamendi was out and Stones later got injured in the game, yeah. maybe Leicester could have won that. Right. And I think that's two weeks running because there was a, the offside against Arsenal. Yeah. Decisions have gone their way. It yeah. can't go like that all season. Uh-huh. But in, in, in statistical terms, like City just suffocated Leicester for the rest of the game. Right. It was 75% possession to them. They had all of the shots, they had all of the ball, they had all of the chances and the goal, uh, Jesus got a lovely little tap in. Mm. I noticed you had a note about Sterling in his performance. Yeah. So I mean, I, All I saw on Twitter was people being like, oh, where is Sterling? What's he doing? Is he drunk? Yeah, that's just the fantasy league people, isn't it? it? Is, like, it he really was is. fine. He um, played well. But he is the only one of the, the culprits who are on the yeah. team to not be involved in a goal. Yeah, so Sane, KDB, David Silva and Jesus all got points yeah um, and I, I think yeah I think Sterling you know another day he would he was the one who put the ball through to David Silva right for, for David Silva to put it across to I James. didn't realise David Silva was now 8.4 I don't know why but I thought he was a lot cheaper mm. he's clearly not yeah he, he was cheaper earlier in the season obviously but mm. <laughs> tell me again about price rises <laughs> tell me about how these uh, price changes work to me he's not the best option just because of his finishing like you know, Sane and, and KDB are more yeah. likely to get goals. I mean, yeah. Kevin De Bruyne's goal, that guy, he's his left foot is insane. Like, he, he just takes shots on his left foot now. He's he's right-footed. He's he's a bit too expensive, I think, to to recommend as the guy you should get from City. For sure. 
Especially when, like, Salah's cheap. Exactly, exactly. And Sane, you know, is doing yeah. as much as him for the most part. Uh-huh. But, like, he is an incredible player. Uh, David Silva, did you see the way he celebrated when he uh, when he passed it across to Jesus? Right. He was, like, waving his arms around, so excited. <laughs> I've never seen someone celebrate an assist so, like, emphatically. It was amazing. Oh, that, that is the thing with City at the moment. Like, they, they do seem to have such a good team spirit. Like, when they get those goals, mm-hmm. everyone's just so excited. Yeah. Yeah, Sterling, I wouldn't worry too much about him. He is also the cheapest option. Yeah. So... Hold on to him, unless you're desperate for a... For Pogba. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Stones. Oh, okay. So Stones got hamstring injury out for f- six weeks or so. Yeah, Pep's had six, didn't he? How does this impact City's defence? Um, I mean, they've just got company back and he didn't get sent off, fortunately for them. So I don't think it should affect them too much. Although he has been on really good form. Um, yeah, I'd probably say with the upcoming fixtures, you shouldn't have to worry too much. Okay. But maybe there are better options. I mean, Chelsea and Burnley and, you know, those guys have started okay. performing. But it stones, I can't remember how much he was, but he was the similar price I to Otamendi. I think he's Otamendi. gone up to 5.7. So if you did have week. stones, you can get Otamendi in now because yeah. he'll be back next yeah. week. Yeah, totally. Uh, Watford West Ham, that was the, the Sunday game. It was. <laughs> Finally, Kiko returned some points. Yeah. Um, absolutely criminal that neither Decore or Kiko got more. They both wanted the goals, didn't they? Goals, assists, anything. They sh- they deserved it. I think they were fantastic. And I mean, also, special shout out to Jorelio Gomez. He put in the performance of his life. Mm. Because West Ham should have scored in that game. And... You know, Kiko is potentially injured as well. Like, yeah. uh, he came off at the end of the game. I imagine he'll probably be fine. He's only on the yellow flag at the moment. That means nothing, though. Uh, it means <laughs> nothing, but I, I haven't heard anything official. And yeah. It looked like it was just a, a little, like, impact injury like, or I've something. got enough trouble with my defenders. I hmm. don't need this as well. Yeah, yeah. So, Watford, they, they were better than West Ham, definitely. Uh-huh, for sure. I'm still not even close to convinced on the... Def- the defence. No. Um, Richarlison gets gets on the score sheet again. Yeah. And I don't know. He he just looks. I didn't. I kind of don't like him because he's quite wasteful. I'm not really interested in having Richarlison in my mm. team. Hughes is now. The four point six wonder kid. So, <laughs> Tom Carroll didn't play this week. Yes, he didn't. He went off early last week. I feel mm. can't remember, but I think he did. Yeah. Didn't play at all this week. 4.5, Hughes, 4.6. So now I'm like, right, Decore, you're out. <laughs> Decore out, Hughes, Hughes in. in. Yeah. Then I can get someone else, like I can get like a sermon type in, hmm. in place of Decore. Hmm. Everyone's a winner. This, this is the thing. You don't want Hugh, You don't want to double up on Watford midfielders. Oh, hell That's no. literally the last thing anyone needs to do. Yeah. So you need to pick one of Richardson, Decore or Hughes. Yeah. I mean, the one I thing think- I would say mm-hmm. is... Their next game is against Newcastle. Yeah. But after that, they have Man United and Tottenham. So you'd want Hughes, really? Yeah. Out of all of them, you want a cheap guy who's actually playing, who's going to get you two points. Yeah, yeah. And could, after this performance, could get you more. Hmm. Yeah, totally. He did have a really good game. Um, Richarlison, I still think, is the shining option in that team. Because he's one of those he's one of those cynical FPL players that will just get you the points. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Much like Lukaku, mm. um, he he can play terribly. He can miss every chance you put in front of him, but he'll still get a goal. And then everyone who doesn't own him has their head in hands. And yeah, is crying. Like I'm not mad about not having Richarlison. Yeah. I don't think anyone who doesn't have him needs to yeah. worry. I can't afford him, so. Yeah, the way I put my. Team, yeah. I can't. But yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to afford him. West Ham terrible. Yeah, I mean, Hart was partially to blame on the Richarlison goal. But then there was some shade thrown Hart's way. (laughs) The commentator was like, to the words to the effect of, he can't be playing like this when Pickford's after his spot for the national team. And I was like, oh, yeah. Someone in the commentary box is seeing it. Oh, yeah. Usually the commentary, I find them quite forgiving for for Joe Hart. So it's nice to see people actually watching what's going on in front of them. yeah, like, there's, you know, you, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know I love Lanzini. 
But West Ham, they just look too poor at the moment. I, you definitely can't go near their defenders or their goalkeeper, that's for sure. But um, the thing is, the rest of their players are so high-priced. Yeah, they're not priced competitively enough to the no. the higher-scoring, low-priced players. So come back to me next season when they've all dropped in price yeah. and we'll see what we can do. You never know. There could be some, some point in the season where they turn it around and they start playing. I mean, the thing that you picked up on the other day was in the commentary where the guy mentioned Payet. Oh yeah, and, and we'd both forgotten we'd both about forgotten the existence that, of Pyatt. And they were talking about how like West Ham, you know, they had that season where they finished seventh, and that's kind of the the benchmark for them now. Mm. But then you remember that season, Pyatt was just getting every si- a goal every game. Like he was so so good and so important to them, and it seems like they just haven't replaced him. Yeah, that seems to be their biggest issue. Yeah, um, and that they don't run anywhere. But uh, I guess also on to the next game, Crystal Palace Everton. This finished 2 2. Mad. Uh, Ruben Loftus Cheek, another another low priced option, getting in on the, the points with an assist. Yeah, I don't want him just because everyone else has him. Like, yeah. I think it's boring. I mean, I've, I've had him for a while now, just as, as, you know, he replaced. Who did I have? I had someone whack like Shaka or something. You have someone really odd. Yeah, yeah, just because I got the Arsenal hype. But. He has been, you know, he's returned two assists in the last three weeks, I think. This one was actually, a, you know, an assist he meant, which yeah. was nice. Um, I thought he played quite well. Uh, Zaha Zaha's on the score my, sheet. my one here. Yeah. So his third goal in five games and third in three at home. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about dropping one of my expensive forwards. Yeah. Putting them down to like a mid-price forward. So I can mess around with my entire midfield, and then I can get someone the price of Zaha. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does look really good, and I think they do have. At Palace, they don't face any of the top teams until after Christmas. Yeah, so up next they have Stoke, and then it's Brighton and Hove Albion, West Bromwich Albion, Bournemouth, Watford, Leicester, Swansea. Like that's that's a really nice run of fixtures. Doesn't get any better, does it? If they fuck no. it up. Yeah, I mean, I I probably wouldn't count on them keeping clean sheets because <laughs> this is the thing I saw that Ant got Spironian I was I literally that's exactly about to say, oh my thinking. god what the fuck are you doing why have you got Spironian <laughs> their goals weren't without controversy in this game the Everton goals so there was oh, the right. Nias one yes uh, the, the the pretty shocking dive really and uh, I think gone. Oh, I was going to ask about Ban. Yeah. He's not going to see a ban for this? I highly doubt it. Right. Because the way that those committees work is it's like an ex-player, an ex-coach, and like an ex-referee. Right. And they have to unanimously agree that it was a dive. Right. It was a dive, though. It was shocking. And the second goal, <laughs> Spironi and Dan... Uh, to be fair, Spironi, he did fine. The problem is he, he passed it to Scott Dan, who isn't, you know, he isn't John Stones. And he's just standing there. He slowly turns around. And I can't even remember. It was Sigurdsson, wasn't yeah. it? It just nicked it from him. And it was oh, just so painful to see them concede from that. Like, it's the kind of thing, again, it's the kind of thing you do on FIFA, you know? You're playing online and you're tapping the A button. You're like, come on, pass it out. Go, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Now <laughs> the other team has scored. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I do think Zaha looks like a good option in the midfield. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'm still not convinced by Everton. I mean, Crystal Palace were their own undoing in this game, unfortunately. Yeah. No, I'm not convinced about Everton at all, but Nias and Calvert-Lewin so cheap. For their for the price, they're, they're yeah. performing well above uh, for expectation. Sure. For sure. Uh, and last and probably least was Burnley-Swansea. I've got nothing. <laughs> Burnley had 16 shots with seven on target. Yeah. Swansea had 13 shots. Just one on target. Pike made one save right at the end of the game. That is a lot of shots for Swansea, though. I don't think Pope had to move, though. Yeah. I don't. I literally don't think he did. Did he get a bonus point as well? No. Did he not? Yes, he did. He did. I think he got two. He yeah. must have got two. He got eight points. He must have got two bonus. Even yeah, he because made, he didn't make three saves. <laughs> he made no save. Like he made literally that one yeah. save at the end. That was it. Yeah. Um. I. I mean Swansea like. This was obviously a shoe, and we were saying before, you know, before the game week, it's going to probably be a 1-0 to Burnley. Yeah. The only thing was Swansea last year won all of their games against Burnley. But 
we were looking at that and like Swansea, the worst, pretty much the worst attack in the league. Mm. Um, they're not performing well at all. The surprise to me was Jack Cork getting the goal. Jack Cork, third on my bench. Livid. Um, and now I'm, you know, absolutely hating myself for starting Sanchez and Ericsson and all those boys and Captain and Kane. And when I had 11 point Cork, third on my bench, it was a disappointment. There's nothing you can do about those, though. But, you know, the, the only thing I, I regret is that I didn't embrace the narrative of Cork playing against his old club. I should have known. Yeah. But I forgot. I honestly forgot he'd signed from Swansea. I would have no idea. Barnes' goal was, was a really nice finish as well. But, I, you know, it's Burnley doing what they do. They've got some really nice fixtures coming up. Yeah. They're brilliant again. And another spanner in the works for Swansea is that Abraham went off with a back injury. Hmm. Those mysterious back like injuries. Like an actual back injury. Yeah. As opposed a to... A real life one. A real one as opposed to a fake one. Yeah, that's worrying. And I mean, he's risen in price a lot. I would like to get rid of him now mm. and just cash in. Hey, get me ass instead. Oh, I can't do it to myself. The, the problem is I've already done my transfer this week because oh. I've, been, I've been making my transfers so early. You're a rookie, Dan. Because I don't want to get mugged off by price changes. Then just keep an eye on him. No, no, I know, but it was, you know, Pope was a transfer I wanted to make. I, I wanted to make it as soon as possible because I needed to get uh, Forster out. And I was just, I, I need to do this. I, I can't wait any longer. And that was just a more pressing issue for me. So, unfortunately, I'm probably going to lose out on some profit from Abraham unless I decide to take a hit. Mm. But I just think, you know, again, I, th- I think it's probably my defence on my midfield that I want to change something in first. Yeah. So... Yeah, although I'm very concerned with the amount of fixtures coming up mm. that uh, Yoshida didn't play at all this week. Yeah. Carol didn't play. My bench is looking thin. Mm, yeah. And I think it is important to build that up. Just with like cheap players, like throwaway players, but players that are going to get you two points every week. Yeah. I think it players is. Players who are playing, exactly. Yeah, or who and who will play regardless of how many fixtures in a short space of time. Exactly, and that's maybe why the likes of Pogba, you know, if he makes it through the Champions League, Mm -hmm. is a good bet in midfield because he's not going to be as as heavily rotated as the more, you know, sprinty attacking midfielders. That about sums up for the review. All right. So this is a very exciting, a very exciting, momentous occasion for the podcast. Yes. We have a question. Our second ever question. Second question on the podcast. Yes. Uh, so yeah, we have a question from Jake Aguiman, and he asks for a recommendation for a cheap third choice striker for a two week punt. Yeah. So I don't know if we've missed his two. I wish people gave people more information about this kind of thing. Yeah, because we got this on like Wednesday Thursday, or Thursday. Maybe? Yeah. So I don't know if we've missed your two-week period. Yeah, hopefully not. Um, but still, we've got some options. So these were between, did you say this, between six and eight million is where Jake is looking. Yeah. I thought this was quite open-ended. Yeah. A quick look at the players in this bracket. It's actually or, a lot more straightforward. Yeah, a quick look at, at forwards generally. Yeah. And this was quite straightforward. Yeah. In this actual genuine price range, it's Rashford. Hmm. For me, they've got Brighton and Watford are the next two fixtures. So if you are just looking for someone for the next couple of weeks, yeah, that's who it is. And he has started the last two. Uh huh. So he looks like he he may be on the team sheet for sure. Um, outside of that, I can only give you players less than six million. Yeah. Nias, Glenn Murray, and Callum Wilson. Yeah. Glenn Murray. Uh, fixtures are a bit tougher for Brighton. Obviously, I've got Man United next week. I can't remember what the one after that is. It was mm-hmm. easy. They 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 rotate yeah, exactly. So it's Man United, Crystal Palace, yeah. Liverpool, Huddersfield, Tottenham. But for five, for a five point eight forward, it's all right. But it's maybe not your two week punt. I'd say you've guy. missed the boat on Murray if you're looking now. Yeah. But Callum Wilson with those really good Bournemouth fixtures we were talking yeah. about earlier. Who would be your? Who would be your if you had to choose one for the two week punt? Yeah, Rashford. Uh, my personal choice 
would be because I'm still a little bit worried about Rashford's playing time even right. though he has started I said he started the last two I think he's actually started the last three I'd kind of hope that he wouldn't start midweek in the Champions League mm. and then would probably play at the weekend yeah I guess we'll see and uh, you know he's a he's a young player so he he shouldn't have too many fitness concerns mm-hmm. um, but 7.6 I, I worry about spending that much on someone who might just drop to the bench sure uh, but he has to be fair to him been getting returns from the bench as well yeah uh, but my choice would be Callum Wilson I think Glenn Murray we've missed the boat a tough fixture next and those like rotating sort of fixtures are, are a little bit awkward. Yeah. Wilson at five point nine, Swansea next. That's that's a brilliant fixture, and I think you can keep him for the next sort of three four weeks after that as well. Mm-hmm. The only one I don't like is the second week one, which is Burnley. Chris Wood though in the in the price range outside shout six point four. So he was in because we were saying he wouldn't be back from internationals, but I don't know if he even went because he's he was injured. Yeah, I don't think he played, but I can't remember. And he wasn't in the squad this. No, no. But the problem with Wood is he has Arsenal next. So, I don't know. Don't know. Yeah. And, like, I haven't been keeping track of Burnley's goal scorers, Mm. but it seems very widely spread. Yeah, I mean, there's been Barnes, there's been Vokes, there's been, like, Cork, obviously, this week. Uh, I think, was it Good Monson got on the score sheet? But, like, that's the thing. There's there's no one to pick for a goal scorer for Burnley because everyone's at it. Yeah, and this is why I'm quite surprised about the whole, like, the way Ward keeps rising because he's not the best option in in defence. Yeah, is he up to five now? Yeah, yeah, he's up to five. Nuts. Uh, People must just be looking at the overall score and it's like... Well, that's the same with Duncan Duffy. Like, Duffy rose um, over the weekend and I was like, Duncan's... Point two cheaper. Yeah. Get him in. He's doing exactly the same job. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to do... Uh, we'll tie this in with the game week th- 13. Game week three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second time that's happened today. Yeah, I was like, episode six. <laughs> oh. Oh, so, game week 13 preview. Uh, yes. I just kind of wanted to tie this in because, as I said at the start of the episode, there's this emergence of like all of these players at like, the, the sort of mid to premium sort of price in particularly in midfield uh-huh. we've got Pogba we've got Hazard we've got Salah we've got Kevin De Bruyne Sane Sanchez a bit higher uh, Richarlison Zaha Cesc Fabregas Coutinho Mane all of these players performing in, in kind of similar similar-ish to similar-ish standards I think how do you pick? how do you pick who to go for? is it is it just get Salah in, to be honest. Is it finally time? <laughs> See, this is what I'm worried about. Like, I didn't even mention Ericsson as well. So Ericsson's blanked, what, three, four weeks in a row? I don't know. I've stopped paying attention. I, I look at him and I just think, I've got to hold on to him because I feel like I'll just get burned so hard if I get rid this week for Salah. Yeah. And Salah goes and bottles it against Chelsea. There is some narrative because Salah did sign for Chelsea all those years ago. Maybe he wants to get revenge on his old club. But yeah, I, I didn't even mention Sterling there as well. Like, there's so many options in that sort of... Yeah. Anywhere from, like, 6.5 to, to 10 million range. It's really hard to pick the ones... I, I think you could feasibly see yourself having a great week and then a terrible week when the others perform, so... Yeah. But maybe this is a case for the sort of four or five-man midfield. And I think you said earlier, like... Yeah, just having one expensive... Just one, one expensive striker, maybe. Yeah. It's where I'm heading. It could be shifting. I'm, bo- I'm bored. I'm bored of expensive strikers yeah. not striking. I'm genuinely starting to think that is the shout because, you know, every week I'm having the headache of Jesus. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll have a quick look at next week's fixtures. We've got Friday game. Friday. Uh, West Ham, Leicester. Ugh. I mean... Who it's, cares? Like, I yeah, don't even want I to I doubt go. many people have West Ham boys. I don't even want to go to the pub to watch this. I mean, oh, I can't. On. I'm busy. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I would love to go to pop, but I don't have any freaking players involved in this game. And I'm don't get Lanzini in just so that you can that, go to the pub. And that is legit what I did last time West Ham had the, the Friday game I know. against... Uh, I know. But that wasn't on FPL. That was on my Sky team. Don't do it. And I don't, I don't really care what I do with my Sky team. Uh, yeah, I don't care. I don't care about these... But... There's no lunchtime kickoff on Saturday. Yeah, that's kind of weird. How? It feels kind of freeing. How? How have they done this? Um, yeah, don't care about this Friday night fixture. Let's not talk about it. But Leicester probably going to win it, right? I guess. So oh. maybe it's time for the Mares. Mares is another option we haven't even mentioned. God, maybe I so don't. Many. 
I don't get rid of Okazaki yet. Uh, but yeah, that, this looks like a nailed-on win for Leicester. Yep. But I'd be up for a shock. David Moyes coming in, inspiring his Warriors to victory. I doubt it. That'd be nice. Saturday, so we got a whole bunch of three o'clock games. Yeah. Uh, Crystal Palace against Stoke. Maybe Crystal Palace can finally get that win that's been deserting them. Maybe. Uh, Man United against Bour- not Bournemouth, Brighton. Brighton. Um, I think Brighton will put up a good fight here. Yeah, so they, they did really well against Man City earlier in the season. And, you know, Brighton have been very consistent this year, very good defensively. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I, I think if you're looking for the, the sort of obvious prediction, it's a Man United sort of 3 4 nil, isn't it? But Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they'll make it that far. Yeah, Lukaku will be a popular captain choice, I think, and Pogba sure. too. Yeah. And... I think I'm getting that that fear of sort of... You know the start of the season when we talked about not having Lukaku was sort of a risk? I feel like it's kind of that with Pogba and Lukaku at this point. I don't think not having Lukaku is a risk. I'm not scared of Lukaku anymore. I was. At the start. <laughs> I'm not, that's I'm not the, afraid. That's the only reason I had Lukaku. Yeah. Was because Ant put the fear in me yeah. about Kane and Lukaku. He yeah. was like, but what if you don't have them? And I yeah. was like, oh, what if I don't have them? Yeah. So I put him in. And then I was like, this is a waste of my time. Well, he has been, you know, he's the second top scorer for strikers. I don't care. But it's just been very consistent six-point returns for the most part. Yeah. Like, he didn't get any bonus this week. And to be fair to him, he did have a very good pre-assist for Pogba's goal. Um, What's a pre-assist getting you an FPL? Nothing. Thank you. Yeah, but, but, you know, he has been criticised for being, you know, not showing up. I don't mind. He can do what he likes, just not in my mm. FPL team. You know, my bias always gets the better of me in these games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I look at Brighton and I think, you have a good chance, boys. Come come on, Hutons. Brighton army, you can do this. But I don't know. I don't know. I think Man United will probably get the win. Hutons hovers. Hutons <laughs> Hutons hovers. I love that, actually. Thanks. Newcastle Watford. That's a weird one. I reckon Watford are bowl Newcastle over. Yeah. Hopefully Firmenu will be back. I might play him again. Uh, he's Just in my team. Just before those two tough fixtures. He's in my team to, to go. Yeah. Which is the annoying thing because I quite like the look of my defenders yeah. this week. Now he's gone. I'm like, well, if Yoshida's not going to play, then I've got to play Dunk against United. I'm yeah. not too keen on doing that. It's got a bit lukewarm on the uh, Newcastle front when, you know, like uh, Richie was a popular choice earlier on. He's kind of disappeared into nothingness. And you... I'd probably advise against any Newcastles. I would too. Frankly. And uh, especially with Watford's for, away record being decent. Newcastle's go and win like 5 0 now, Well, that's it. It's a, a fool's errand, isn't it? Trying to predict these things. Yeah. Uh, Tottenham versus West Brom. Obviously, the Pulis factor is uh, eliminated. Oh, yeah. But maybe there will be a, a new manager bounce, which, uh, which worries Surely me slightly. Not that soon. I mean, I'm absolutely going Harry Kane captain again because. I've done it enough times and been disappointed to to stick. I shake my head, but I think I've got Ericsson captain at the moment. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd, I mean, uh, the way I'm looking at the performance against Arsenal, it was an anomaly. They're going to have to try and, you know, they've got the wounded animal sort of situation at the moment where they're going to have to try and put in a really big performance to show, you know, they're not dead. Should I start doing renegade captains again? Because I'm doing all right at the moment. You can do like Captain Dekore. No, don't do that. Why not? Oh, do it, fine. Actually, no, definitely do it because you're beating me at the moment. <laughs> if it works, I will, I will bow to you, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, so there is the Wembley factor. There is the, the, the new Wembley manager factor bounce, doesn't exist. Stop talking no, about it. No, I don't believe in it. Don't, over. You know, people it's are superstitious, over. man. People believe in this. You guess. Um, I, I think Spurs have a point to prove. They're going to come and, you know, West Brom have just lost 4-0 to Chelsea away from, uh, at home. So yeah. I expect Spurs to hammer them. I can only hope. Yeah. Uh, Swansea-Bournemouth. Bournemouth win. It's got to be, hasn't it, after that Callum Wilson return yeah. to yeah. form? Yeah, uh, probably Wilson on the score sheet again. I'd hope I'd so. say he'd be Pro- a good option Almost definitely week. Sermon doing at least one assist. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it looks like an away win, but you never know. It could be a boring nil-nil or something. Maybe. Uh, Liverpool-Chelsea, that's a 5.30 kickoff. Yeah. At home for Liverpool at the Anfield. Chelsea win. I can't see. Alonso hat-trick, come on. I feel like Chelsea wouldn't concede. 
Uh, so I, I, this is the way I felt about Southampton this week, but obviously Chelsea are a much better side than Southampton. Uh, so yeah, maybe we'll look at look at Chelsea win here, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe we like shouldn't a, write off Salah. But maybe like a two-one. Yeah, maybe. It's a hard one to call. I, if I had to put money on it, I'd say a Chelsea win. I don't like that I have two players in this match. Hmm. I don't like it at all. Yeah, yeah, and this is this is part of the reason I didn't get Salah, like because of. One, because of Spurs' fixtures after the Arsenal game. Yeah. And two, because I don't like the look of Liverpool against Chelsea. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it looks like probably in a way win, but, you know, everyone's got Salah by this point, haven't they? Like, you have to play him because yeah. he, he's playing against his old, old club. Point to prove he might get on the score sheet still, even oh. if they lose. Uh, Southampton-Everton, this looks like a boring one on Sunday. We didn't mention the fact that Rooney was benched. Oh, yeah, we didn't. I think that's because he's so irrelevant. In, in fact, Jake included Rooney in his, his like question his question as an example. We didn't even mention him because he, he didn't play. He's a waste man. Yeah, I don't think he should be going anywhere near Rooney at this point. So funny. Um, Everton win, maybe. I reckon so. What is Southampton going to do? When was the last time they scored? That's the problem for them. They just can't score goals and... I don't think Everton are particularly good in attack, though, so it could end up being a very uninspiring 0-0. Maybe. Uh, Burnley-Arsenal, tough game for Arsenal. <sighs> it's hard. It's hard. Arsenal probably win. I think it'll be I think it'll be another 1-0. One, one yeah. Yeah, I think Arsenal have got to be high on confidence after beating Spurs. It would be just like Arsenal to go and lose to Burnley after that, but yeah. I don't know. If, you, if you're going with the odds, you, you'd expect Arsenal to have enough to defeat Burnley here. Yeah. I'd be surprised if Burnley score on this because mm. I don't think that'll be their... They don't have a lot going forward. No, and it won't be their priority in any yeah. which way, will it? So. Yeah, but I do expect Pope to make a lot of saves, so I'll definitely be playing him. Um, and I'll probably play Ben Mee as well, just on the off chance. You know, I reckon he'll get at least two points. He might get a headed goal, you never know. Uh, Huddersfield Man City is the, the last kickoff on Sunday. Pep's win of rotation, Aguero to start. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, the, the Jesus-Aguero two-on-two-off thing has been pretty reliable so far. Yeah, so Aguero should play. So, yeah, Jesus started Jesus the weekend, but Luis. Jesus is probably going to play Luis. Champions League. Yeah, and then Aguero. Which would then mean Aguero-Aguero, mm. which would mean next week for the... So you've got for the... the weekend game. Uh, yeah, so you've got weekend, and then you've got midweek fixtures. Yeah. Oh, God. I might have to get rid of Jesus. Oh, I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see if that continues to be yeah. a thing. Maybe it'll be a Aguero and then Jesus for the midweek one or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I'm no, that, that has to be a City win, right? Yeah, but I have a fair bit of confidence about Huddersfield at home. Yeah? Hmm. I don't think Huddersfield will score. I don't think they won't concede. But I don't... You don't think it's going to be a thrashing? No. This is the only thing that worries me. I think this is a game I want to have a captain in. But I've got it on Kane. And... I'll captain Sterling. You captain Kane. I'll captain Kane. We'll see who does. One of us will hopefully do something. One of us will definitely get at least two points. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So so we'll see what happens. But I, I, I suspect that Sterling and Sane will start on the wings again. And you'll probably see Aguero in the middle. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the clean sheet cut. Last week, Dan Twining went for Crystal Palace. I did, I did. I chose first and I went for Burnley, so I got a point. Mm. Thank you. damn it. It's not on the the spreadsheet yet, because I forgot. Uh, Dan, you get to choose first this week. Who are you going for? (sighs) Cool, so uh, I'm going to say... I can't go Spurs again, that's so lame. You can go for whoever you want. I'm going to go for Crystal Palace at home to Stoke. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah, I'm going for Palace again. Come on, Palace. You're a wise man. You could do it, Spironi. Okay, well, in that case, I'm going to go for Man City. Okay, good. Cool. Good chat. If you have any questions or you have any feedback for the podcast, yeah. uh, feel free to email us. Hello at thedanalysis.com is our email address can also find us on the socials on twitter specifically at hmm. uh, the analysis and you can rate and review us on the old itunes oh, which would be fantastic yeah. because we want to see those glorious five stars rolling in so yeah. we can cash out on all of those you know five star 
monies we get for, mm. for being great podcasters. I haven't had any ratings in a while, and people are listening to this. Yeah, is, I haven't actually looked. It's baffling in itself that people are listening to this podcast, but I feel like there's at least one of you who hasn't rated <laughs> Who hasn't rated it, yeah. Because uh, there's at least more than... Or are we still on six ratings? I think so. I was just looking now, but I can't get it up. I didn't think I could find it on my phone. I had to do it on, like, desktop. But anyway, yeah, if, if you've enjoyed the podcast, we really appreciate you leaving a little review. Uh, you don't have to write a review, but, you know, every little helps. And we just like to know what we're doing good, even what we're doing bad. Yeah. You know, it's all good. It's all gravy. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you do well in game week 13. So next week, we think we're going to record on Sunday night. So this podcast should be with you early. Mm. On Monday evening, so in preparation for game week 14 and (laughs) game week 15. Exactly. So until next time, fancy footballers, farewell.